Welcome to the Make You Famous podcast, where host Jeffrey Goldsmith talks with guests about fame and how to achieve it. I'm your host, Jeffrey Goldsmith, and check out the book at makeyoufamous.co. Ilya Polyakov was a top battle bot maker when, he, when the movement was fresh. For the past three years, he has had a spaceship slash art car slash roving music venue on the playa at Burning Man called Icarus, which is now becoming an international music community. Welcome, Ilya. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. So we, we, we worked together a little bit at a company called uh, Revolve Robotics, and we made a, yep. you created a robot called Kubi. And so you're, you're this sort of robotic slash mechanical engineer slash artist, and um, you've done all this stuff. How would you describe yourself? I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually trying to figure that out right now. Uh, I go by hardware wizard right now. Hardware wizard. Uh, sla- hardware wizard slash DJ slash sculptor slash uh, nerd whisperer. Uh, just kind of a, a lot, a lot of everything. Not a little bit of everything. A lot of everything. Because I go when I get sucked into something, I go pretty deep. So whether it's DJing or robotics, I just kind of dive in. So and, and <laughs> where are you right now? So right now we're at our shop in American Steel. American Steel Studios in Oakland. Mm-hmm. This is our, uh, we call this the space dock for our, for our spaceship. You can see it's, uh, it's kind of a, in, in the process of being reorganized right now, but back there in the distance, you could see giant shape. So that, is, that is Icarus right there, the spaceship Icarus, all 30,000 pounds of it. That's the tail and, end, right? We're looking at yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, so that's the tail end. I'm going to walk around here. This thing's big. I got to walk around. It takes takes uh, takes a minute to walk around this thing. It's uh, you know it's about twenty feet tall right now. It can actually uh, it's built on top of a Air Force surplus uh, cargo loader. You can see it lifted up a little bit above the ground, but it'll actually go up fifteen feet. Mm-hmm. So we can uh, you know we have on the on the upper deck right there. That's the DJ booth. Uh, that's where we've had some of the some of the top acts in the world actually play at uh, at Burning Man. Can, can, and, you mention, uh, can you mention some of their names, or did, are they trying? Uh, to- <laughs> uh, no, well, I, I mean, the biggest one is is uh, Skrillex, right? And uh, I, I don't know if Sonny would want. Yeah, whatever. We have posted it on YouTube, so uh, we've had some other huge names play that probably don't want to be mentioned. Uh, but it's kind of, uh, you know, at Burning Man, everybody comes in and they want to play a very intimate kind of non, non, uh, non star studded kind of impromptu set. Right. Uh, and that's kind of what we're all about. We, we've talked about this offline, right? You know, as friends, this, this question of how famous do you want to be? How necessary right. is it? Is it even a good thing? Right. And, you know, right. you you did an event the other night at 4.30 in the morning for, for at sunrise on, um, you know, on Twin Peaks. I saw it on Facebook. I saw that you mentioned it. Right, right. I went to bed at 2.30, so I didn't stand <laughs> for it. I, I regret that. Um, right. You said it, it was a tiny event, intentionally so. Some of the best musicians in San Francisco, DJs, were there. Right. I, we're all, we're, uh, so I'm starting to get more and more... Uh, kind of all about this, right? You can pack you can pack 600 people into a club, or you can have 60 people at the top of you know the highest peak of San Francisco, 
at five in the morning watching the sunrise. And I think that's a lot more intimate. That's it's, it's a lot higher value to a person to do that. Right. So it's quality over quantity. And, you know, going back to my old days of, of uh, battle bots back when it was on comedy central, it, it went from a bunch of dudes, a bunch of nerdy guys fighting, fighting robots in a warehouse in San Francisco to, you know, doing live spots on the today show. Uh, which is kind of insane if you think about it. Uh, so here you take a bunch of nerds and you put us like a nationally syndicated TV. And, you know, wh- where does that <laughs> where does that go from there? Uh, for the most part, it was it was it was challenging, right? Because we're these these kind of guys who like to be alone in the shop and tinker on on robots. And all of a sudden there's camera lights and and now you have people coming up to you on the street. Out of nowhere. Who the hell are you? Aren't you the Icarus guy? <laughs> well, now, now, well, see, and that's, that's kind of interesting because it's like, what kind of a celebrity do you want to be? Do you want to be a nationally recognized, like somebody, somebody recognizes in, in an airport? There's which, downside which, to that. There's no more privacy, right. you know. There's zero privacy. Um, the, the, the craziest thing I noticed about it is that People, you know, they read up on you, they see you on TV, and they, they think they know you, but you don't know them. So they come up to you talking to you like somebody like, hey, you, hey, who the hell are you? I'm, right. I'm on my way to the plane. There's the um, authenticity problem. Like, are, is, right. is anyone your friend anymore? Right. And, and, and that also happened. Once you're on TV, all these friends come out of the woodwork. Hey, I can help you with the battle bot. And you can't actually do anything and you just want to get on TV and you're not going to get on TV because that's not how this works. So that, that got, you know, pretty challenging, pretty interesting. Uh, then the show got canceled and the whole thing kind of tapered off. We still had uh, robot fighting continue for years. And I kept fighting after that being kind of a, a, a smaller, not celebrity, but you know, some, somebody, somebody people know like at a smaller scale at the events and yeah, that that's a, that's a lot more manageable. So now with the whole Icarus thing, yes, it's people people know about it. And one of the things I've been trying to do more and more is it's it's about the project. It's not about me. It's it's right. about the project. It's about the crew. It's about the experiences we provide versus like me me me. That's that's terrible. So uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit anti-fame in, in right. case you haven't noticed. No, I, I get it, but there's but there's small fame. There's you know, this, this event that you did on Twin Peaks last weekend seems right. to simplify that, right? It's like seeing Nirvana at a club in Seattle in 1988 or seeing right. them at the Coliseum somewhere, in, you know, a year before Kurt Cobain died, right? When they were at their peak. Right. Completely alienated experience compared to an intimate experience where you feel connected to the musicians. right. And so how do you, how do you, you know, what is selling out? What is, right. are, are you selling out by doing bigger shows? Um, what, you know, what, what's the whole deal with that? And that's, that's actually one of the things that's interesting about what we do out at Burning Man. Like we have these big, huge DJs come in. They don't want to be announced. Right. Um, they don't want people to know. They, they just want to have their friends and a couple of our friends and just, do, do whatever the hell they want, exactly. uh, not, not have their managers there. Um, they try to not have their managers there, but that doesn't always work. Didn't you, and, drive, uh, didn't you drive to Reno to pick, pick Skrillex up at the airport and drive him back? <laughs> we're, we're, 
<laughs> well, no, funny story about that is we, we were going to drive him to his plane at the Burning Man airport right. in the city. Uh, but a huge, huge whiteout hit and we got lost. And so Sonny's like playing and we're, we're, we're lost in the middle of the desert. And his, his manager, two of his managers are like scrambling on the, on the phones, trying to hold the helicopter at the airport, which I don't know how the hell they were flying. But yeah, it, we're, we got him there like four hours late. <laughs> and we sprung massive hydraulic leaks and it was just a giant, giant disaster. <laughs> I remember the hydraulic leaks. This wasn't, yes. this wasn't last Burning Man. It was the one two, year, two years ago. Yeah, this was two years ago. Yeah. But that's, that's, you know, that's the nice thing about Burning Man. You can plan all you want. You can have a private jet. You can have a helicopter. But then the place just puts you, puts you, in, your, uh, puts you in your place in the universe. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good point. So even if you become famous, you still right. are going to experience a, a whiteout, hydraulic leak, and being four hours late, just like real yeah. life. It doesn't solve just like, problems, right? No, it doesn't. And that's, and that's one of the things I still love about Burning Man. It uh, doesn't matter how, how expensive your RV is. doesn't matter how nice your Segway is. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, it rained really hard for a day, and it shut down deliveries to all the millionaire camps. They couldn't get their fuel. They couldn't get their water. couldn't get their toilets pumped. And, every, and, and it was just all equal. Everybody was there in the same boat, and you were sharing canned food with, like, senators. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's... that's there's no, there's no getting ahead of the curve out there, really. I don't think there's any getting ahead of the curve in life, you know. And it's it, it's like you just want to be personally fulfilled and get the word out about what you're doing and feel satisfied by the effort and the result, right? Right, and that's I th I think all all the things that I've done that have gotten any sort of traction or, or popularity mm -hmm. were always things that started out just doing them because they're awesome. Right. Right. Like fighting robots was really cool. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, yeah, people came out to watch, but we didn't expect it to be a nationally televised thing. And yeah. that comes in and it could be unexpected. So you have to you have to kind of think about that. But you start out not not expecting this at all. Right. Uh, same thing with this with the Sicarius thing. Uh, you know, it was four friends starting out and then we grew the crew and then we grew and we grew and now, now we have probably 50, 60 people on both coasts of the U S we have people in, in Germany. We we're all over the, all over the map now and growing it and, uh, maintaining the authenticity, maintaining what it is, keeping that, that, that soul, uh, alive is, is definitely challenging and yeah. some people call it selling out. Some people calling call it getting too big or whatever. Um, well, let's call it keeping the vision, you know? Right. Keeping the vision. It's actually funny because we have, you know, now, now on, on our crew, we have graphic designers, we have a marketing team, and we have to put together style guides. How do you put into a style guide some stupid thing, you know, we decided to, to paint on the side of the ship that looks cool. So we're trying to formalize all that now. And one of the coolest things I found I dug up this old document that was like before we ever started this project, the backstory of, of Icarus, well, you know, what is the spaceship? What, what are the design rules? And I was very stoked to find it. So now we have, we have the Bible 
the the Bible of Icarus, the canon. That's so cool. This thing that we're shop we're we're, we're uh, forcing everybody to read. It's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I just heard something clang really loud. The, like, yeah, so I mean, this is this is a six acre, this is a six acre old steel mill. There's still train tracks running through this thing. So we cool. have we have overhead, uh, you know, we have bridge cranes. There's uh, there's active shops. There's a lot of art being built here. Yeah. Uh, the temple for Burning Man is being built here. There's just I worked a lot on of a bit. the temple's really cool. Nice. I, I was there when they started. Yeah, like, it's all la- layered. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's super awesome. Very very creative. It's very creative space. It's the biggest, you know, co-working creative space on on this side of the Mississippi. So. Very cool to be here. Cool. All right, Ilya. Well, thanks for uh, <laughs> spending a little time with us. And sure. anybody out there interested in Icarus, just Google it. I- Icarus Art Car. Icarus Art Car. Yep. You'll find it. Cool. Yep. All right, yep. man. I'll right talk- on. Cheers, Jeff. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out the book at makeyoufamous.co. 